good morning, good evening, and good night, world. Welcome back to the Sabali Podcast. I'm your host, Deontay Nelson, and this is volume 23. Finally made to the Michael Jordan, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, MJ, Black Jesus episode. <laughs> uh, and Black Jesus is funny because this is so fitting for this episode. <laughs> uh, so this week I finally just captured one of our conversations between um, my sons, my kids' mother, Kylie, and I. And um, it's just cool, man. Like, I've always wanted to, to have, like, an in-depth conversation with her and, like, put it on the podcast. But, like, as soon as, like, I tell, like, hey, I'm about to record this, she'd be like, oh, no, nah, I feel awkward. I don't want to talk. <laughs> so, like, I just had to literally just, like, I don't know. I just had to do it like a snitch would do people and just record it without her knowing. <laughs> so, but I told her afterwards, like, oh, yeah, I just recorded that conversation. She's like, oh, well, you got what you wanted now. So, I guess she ain't got to bother me about that no more. So, she ain't really care. But it's just one of the, one of the, few uh, type of conversations we have, like, once we, like, just sit and just kind of talk, we kind of just go, like, on a, tangent of stuff, or at least she does, I mean, I do more of the listening than talking, which I mean, it's fine with me, because it's just how I am, I'm more of a, I'm more of a talker now, but me, myself, I'm just more of a listener, so, I mean, it kind of balance, kind of balances out, but, um, yeah, man, it was fun, it, it was, it was special to, you know, to, to get this conversation, and I, hope she listened to it because she don't listen she's like i don't like the sound of my voice i'm like shut up you gotta get over that dude like you want to do stuff that involves helping people and shit like you want to listen to yourself you have to like listen to playbacks of stuff of you talking so you better get over that now while you can unless you just don't want to really do what you want to do and because you don't want to hear your own voice which is crazy but it was fun though. I mean, it was, as all conversations are, with most conversations, I won't say all. That's a lot. But with most conversations, when we're just having these type of talks, you know, they they, they go pretty well, and, they, and it's just fun to be a part of because it just opens my mind up, you know, to another side of stuff I just don't think about or consider on the day to day basis talking to her because her mind just wanders off to so many places, which. Came to learn is a good and bad thing sometimes, just like anything else. But it's dope. It's dope as shit, honestly. And um, yeah, man, I hope you guys enjoy it. You're gonna you're gonna hear a lot. <laughs> you're gonna learn a lot. And like 94 percent of it is not me. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm I'm. But this is by far one of the most episodes I'm. It's the episode I'm most proud of the most by far, so far, you know, like, yeah. No, I'm proud of this one. So, um, hope you guys enjoy it, and uh, yeah, let's get right into it. Like, like in food, when it comes to, you know, architecture as well. Just, I just like that shit more. Like, I just do. Like, it's yeah, I just do. I like the way it looks better over over there better i like the way they do things better 
I like the materials that they use. I like their concepts better. Like, it's just, it just is, but not that, like, I mean, not that I don't think, like, Victorian architecture and Gothic architecture is beautiful in its own respect. I just, like, personally feel like I, when I'm looking at stuff, I tend to, like, the those architectural solutions over there they seem to make a little bit more sense to me than sometimes the things that people do over here I mean is it is it and it might just be because I'm not in the right cities like Bray I don't know Bray's telling me about DC and she was like you would like it here she was like the, the aesthetic is just different she was like I even like it better than California and like LA and stuff she was like I'd personally rather live here as far as the aesthetic goes and I'm like well maybe Maybe the, like, I've never been to the East Coast, so maybe... That's the only coast I haven't been to yeah. yet. I was like, maybe the East Coast is different. Like, maybe their, I'm sure their aesthetic is different, their architecture is different. There has to be a reason why so many people want to live in such a small vicinity. You know what I mean? Like, there has to be some kind of appeal because, like, so many people live there, even though, like, it doesn't even make sense for that many people to live there. No, it makes no sense for... <laughs> so... That many people be crowded in such a small... But I mean, like... I mean, but apparently... I mean, Apparently, you know, there's something about it that people love. But there's a there's a lot of like when I've been listening to like stuff like stuff dealing with finances, like a lot of like a lot of millennials are uh, doing stuff in like other towns and like populating them them towns. Like I mean, I had noticed that from when I was up at truck driving school in Iowa. Like there was like a bunch of like companies like building like their pretty much setting up their like headquarters in like Iowa. Yeah. And it was strange to me, but it's like it's so much land out there, and it's like mm-hmm. f- for cheap, like, and like in 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 those type of places, like a flight ain't nothing to them. Like if you if your headquarters in Iowa, like it's nothing but like a flight somewhere and a flight out. <laughs> and so like yeah, but I mean like I mean it's understandable why people are doing that because it's just people can't afford to live in big cities anymore. Like that's just no, and it's just it's like impossible. People can't afford to run their businesses there because of the way you know, inflection happens, like, it's just not, it's not, it's not feasible. I mean, it makes more sense, like, you can make way more money doing shit other places. I mean, like I don't... Like you said, like, setting up your headquarters in Iowa. But... Like, I don't know, like, like, those, those, these, like big cities are always going to have like their attractions because it's like it's so much history and stuff there but like nowadays like these tech people they really don't care about that they won't they want to keep as much money as they can yeah honestly. i mean we got to figure out some solution as like as millennials it's like overpopulated cities are just not where it's at anymore Mm-mm. it's really hard to get your footing one especially if you're an entrepreneur yeah, like, because the cost of living is so yeah much. that's what i'm saying like you just people can barely afford to live there run a, let alone live there and run a business there dude like like there's people that live in new york that live in like studio apartments 1100 a month I'm like what yeah i want to go to like wisconsin vermont shit too like i want to i don't know like i never i don't know any i don't know one of them places is like the dinosaur capital of like the fucking world. Like, it I might be Vermont. <laughs> I say it might be Vermont. I want it like I feel like it's Wisconsin. I wonder if 
if I had the option to go, or like, Montana or something like that, like, if I had the option, like, the schools I could have went to to play basketball, the school, well, I don't know if it's Wisconsin University or University of Wisconsin, but that's where I wanted to go. It's, like, the top school I wanted to go to. But like well, anyway, one of them states up there that I don't know anything about is like the dinosaur capital of the world. There's like a bajillion fossils. I feel like that. I feel like that something like that's in Vermont. <laughs> I want to go Vermont because that's where the head, like that's where the Ben and Jerry's like ice cream is made. And I was like, I want to go there because you can go there and like, like do a little tour thing and make your own flavor or some stuff like that. I saw. <laughs> Utah. Utah. There's so many places to go, man. I mean, there's, a, there's just a lot of places that I don't know anything about that I want to explore. Like, I definitely want to go to, like, <clears throat> that's what I'm going to do. Once I get this Toyota Camry, I'm going everywhere. <laughs> I ain't renting no RV. I'm gonna borrow Dave's. That's what Dave and his family did. Like they when they went through New Orleans and stuff I like mean, that. That's nice. Like when you're doing that, like across, you know. The, that's what they did. Where did they go? Uh, I'm not sure, but I, I know. Ask them, like which way they went. I'm not sure where they went, but I know, like, he said on the way back, they stopped in New Orleans. That's where he got that uh, Black Panther painting from that dude on, uh, on the street. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is, like, the capital. Pennsylvania is very close. Yeah, I know. My uh, client's from Pennsylvania. Or, he's from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Like, he's just, like, on the other side of Ohio. And yeah, that's- Wyoming. Where the fuck is Wyoming at? That's going west. Okay. So Wyoming is where you can find all them dinosaurs. That sounds like something you can Close. find in Wyoming. See, it's giving me museums, like not where they actually find the fossils, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was watching that dinosaur show on PBS with my kids a few years ago. <laughs> and I was like, Wyoming, like the one, like, because my mom didn't have cable, she just had like PBS. But anyway, they used to watch that every morning because it's actually a pretty good show. But, uh, anyway, the paleontologist was on there at the end talking about Wyoming. And I was like, wow, Wyoming, I thought that if you could find so many, like, dinosaurs, fossils there, that dinosaurs just live there. I mean, that's not surprising to me at all, just because it's Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. Like, what else would be in Wyoming besides rolling haystacks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. I just don't know what else would be in Wyoming. That's them flyover states. <laughs> Just aliens. I don't know. 
I mean, there was one about aliens, and it was like, it, I mean, but I mean, yeah, like there was like a an actual like astrophysicist on there. What was he talking about? What was he or she talking about? I mean, they were just talking about all types of stuff, like life on other planets and the like, like the probability of intelligent life on other planets. And there's actually like, there was like this formula that this one scientist came up with that's like a whole bunch of fractions. So like, you take the stars and then you take a fraction of that would be the stars that have a like you know, will be, like, the stars, like, our sun, like, a sun star that has planets orbiting it, and then you take a fraction of those of planets that are habitable, and then you take a fraction of those of planets that are habitable, and that would also, like, you know, basically form some kind of intelligent life or whatever. Then you take a fraction of those, and a planet that's habitable that has evolved to have intelligent life that has the technology to communicate to, re- to send or receive messages with us. So, I mean, but it still ended up being, like, I don't know, like, fucking a million or something like that. Like, something, like, maybe it was a billion, like, a few billion or something. But it was a whole lot that could possibly, like, that could have, you know, that Earth-like planets that could have intelligent life that was capable of sending or receiving messages to outer space. And it was pretty cool but then like they just talked about like other you know other stuff like specimens they found on Mars and shit like that and they talked about moons like there's like they they were saying like um the game changer was looked what went like back in whatever the 80s or 90s or something where astrophysics took a turn from looking at the planets to looking at the moons surrounding the planets because they know that like as far as chemical composition goes that water and carbon based life is like the most stable one of the most stable forms of life that they know of that like can adapt so like everything on earth is water and carbon based that's all life on earth is carbon based like because carbon is like an element that can sustain like that can adapt to like extreme heat extreme coldness extreme pressure you know i'm saying gravity you Mm -hmm. know i'm saying like you basically all of the molecules get destroyed except carbon so that's why life all life on planet earth is carbon based because it's just like an element that's like right in the middle because, like, if it was too stable, if we were made up of an element that was too stable, because that was one of the questions, like. Okay, you made it this far? Appreciate it. That means that shit didn't get too weird for you. Okay, so um, I'm going to take a quick break real quick, and then we're going to get back into it. Is there a possibility of life being based on some other chemical? Like, basically, you know, is there a possibility that there could be other life forms where carbon's not their building block and, like, sulfate is? And he was like, well, we already know. Like, he's like, if you guys, basically, he's like, basically, if you want to know, like, what life would look like if it wasn't carbon-based, like, just look at stuff here. Like, basically, if, if a molecule's too stable, and like 
it doesn't have the flexibility like carbon to, <laughs> to like mold and adapt and um, with other chemicals and so basically like you know if you want to see something that's not carbon based that's still alive like go look get a rock and that's like a sulfate based life and it can't you know what I'm saying it's a rock like it can't care do anything <laughs> so that was like you was saying like that's why carbon is so efficient because it's not too stable but it's not too like loose either so you know carbon based life has stability without you know while still being able to like change and adapt and respond to other chemicals that it comes into contact with and that's how you got like all these different life forms on earth and um I think one of the other questions was like about like octopus being aliens or something which is like a big which is actually like a more prominent theory than you might think or a more prominent like idea than you might think I never even thought about that and they're like no like you know like I mean like the thing about octopuses is like they just branched off from develop from like the development of other species in the ocean so early on and that's why like it seems like there's this whole other intelligent life but it's like you could still like, at the end of the day you could still trace it like trace its DNA back to a common ancestor but I mean it is cool like but that doesn't mean like that doesn't mean like there wasn't any other like thing that happened that propelled the evolution of like uh octopus and other cephalopods and like even octopus are different like they even branched off so like the squids and octopus or whatever that that branched off and then octopus branched off again from like squids and other cephalopods into their own thing and so like even though an octopus is still a cephalopod it's still like really different from like squids and there was actually an ology about it's called toothology of about toothology is the science of squids and she had a squid scientist on there and it was really cool to listen to how the fuck do you remember this stuff (laughs) (laughs) i mean i I just listened to it like yesterday but i don't that's a lot (laughs) (laughs) i I don't remember all of it i know it's more that he said and he like he does, I guess he does a lot of work, the, whatever, the alien guy, he does a lot of work on Mars, he does a lot of work on Titan, which I've always, like, been fascinated with since, like, I've heard about it, but anyway, and, like, I, like, I've had dreams about Titan, like, because that's how fascinated it, I, it is, because it's, like, so, like, there's oceans on one of Saturn's moons called Titan, and, but they're not oceans made of water, they're oceans made of methane, so, like, it's, like, this liquid, like, silvery, I've seen it ocean. before. It looks so cool, but like, you know, scientists they all you know every, you know they all are posing these questions like, if our oceans have created this water and carbon based like all these different forms of water and carbon based life on Earth, you know, and this is how we've adapted because of the chemicals that make up water. Mm-hmm. Like, is there, is it a possibility that like? there's life on titan that is made up of this this like methane based life and it's like really like it's really cool to think about it's really scary to think about <laughs> but anyway there's also water on titan it's just beneath like the icy surface 
So there could also be life, like just water-based life on Titan too. Okay. Oh, that just remind me, like how that that one move where they thought it was like there's like this either is a the ground level of the ocean or it's like a a cloud and there's like another part to it. Yeah. yeah I, there's one on there called oceanology that I haven't listened to yet that I want to. I don't want to know what's in the water. Yeah. Like the plane is what eighty percent water. Like we don't know what the fuck is down there. No. We don't. But yeah, like these. One of the questions was like. Um, do you guys look to water, you know, do you guys look to life in the ocean to be able to tell you, like, tell you anything about space? And he was like, yeah, like, all the time. And, like, there's a lot of research being done on stuff in the water. But, like, they, she was talking about squid, and it was really, I guess she works with something called bobtail squid, which is basically, like, a cross between, uh, a squid and a cuttlefish. And, uh, I like these really cute little squid-looking things. I mean, she does a lot of work on those. But, that's... You need to listen to the, um, Joe Rogan podcast. You'll like him a lot, because he gets fucking weird. Like, he'll be talking about, like, MMA stuff and, like, fighting all that. Then he'll just venture off to something like, I'll be like, I gotta turn this, because mm-hmm. I don't need to be in this. Like, he was talking about something where they were talking about, um... Like how they've been finding, like they've been like researchers been finding stuff from like, like stuff from like five thousand years ago. Like pretty much showing that like there was like another form of like species that was like, I mean he, he wasn't that they were humans, but they they was like it was I don't know showing That's proof so that like podcast podcast on like ancient aliens or something. Like it was showing proof that like these um wherever they were back then like they this was like it was like showing like those. Like, whatever they found was, like, in their language and, like, how they were communicating and how, like, pretty much, like, what we do now. But, like, it was just, like, way before, like, because, I don't know, it was, he, he gets real, real fucking weird. And I'd be, like, and I'd be sitting there just, like, I don't even listen to this shit right You never watched the show, like, Ancient Aliens on the History Channel? I never watched the History Channel, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed away from that shit, my nigga. Well, like, you, I'm sure you've seen memes of, like, the scientists with the crazy hair. Yeah, I know like, who he is. Yeah, like, he's the crazy motherfucker that be on Ancient Aliens. Like, and it, he gives the show a bad rap because he actually is, like, fucking crazy. Like, even when he talks, you're like, this motherfucker is not, like, I don't even know what to believe coming out of his mouth. Joe Rogan's crazy. Nuts. But, like, the other, they actually do be having, like, other, whatever, not scientists or historians and archaeologists and anthropologists on there that be saying shit but like it's I mean the ancient alien theory is really cool too I mean like there's a lot of cool theories but like I mean I'm gonna get like I don't know I got books and shit like if you read the earth chronicles like this Jewish guy decided that some of the shit in the bible was true so and that it matched up with history which there are actually shows on history channel about that too but anyway like he takes it way left and like the story of Noah's Ark is actually a story that is like I'm not gonna argue with my Christians here but anyway that story (laughs) is like that story that story I mean it's not an original story so like in ancient Sumeria well I mean there was a story called the Epic of Gilgamesh which is the exact same story as Noah's Ark except 
some of the words got misinterpreted. So, like, you know, Elohim is, like, a word for God in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy, this historian or, um, or anthropologist or whatever, he's also a Jewish man. Um, his name's like his name is Zechariah Stitchin, and he has a whole like, uh, what the fuck is it? A whole set of books called the Earth Chronicles, and it's basically like an alternative history of Earth. Not really an alternative history because it like it matches up with the Big Bang theory and shit. Like it still matches up with science, but it's just it's a different interpretation. I should say that. Mm-hmm. So like he interprets that the Earth. Like, the Big Bang actually happened, right? But, like, the Earth... But that there was a 10th planet, right? So, like, a, they keep called it Planet X or whatever. And that that's what created Earth. So, like, there was this big... There was this collide in space at one point, And, like, half of this mother planet called Tiamat, it comes around, like, every... I think he said, like, 1,100 years. So, like, um, these ancient aliens, they come from space... There's this big collide between this planet that the Sumerians called Tiamat and some other planet. Well, one of the planets gets destroyed completely. And then Tiamat gets, like, broken off. And part of it creates Earth. And then, like, one of Tiamat's moons hangs around with the half that becomes Earth, right? So, anyway, then these ancient aliens, the giants or whatever, that we have all these record of, like, Easter Island and the pyramids and shit like that, like you know these giant ancient things that people still don't understand why or how they were created like however many years ago so anyway like they the story of noah aka the epic of gilgamesh goes like the reason why the flood happened is because tiamat came into the earth's um what's called orbit again like it, like I said like it comes every 1100 years or something like that mm-hmm. so like the 1100th year was upon us and <laughs> so because of because it's coming into orbit and fucking with our moon and shit like the moon cause the moon you know the moon's original attachment was to Tiamat so Tiamat's gravitational pull interferes with Earth's gravitational pull and it like the tides just rise and the Earth floods so that's like you know which, I mean, science says that something happened in the atmosphere to make the Great Flood happen anyway. Like, you know, they do propose that the Great Flood actually happened, but that it wasn't just this... Act- freak accident. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a freak accident, that act- that there was actual reason, like, blah, blah, blah. So, anyway, so the Advocate Gilgamesh is like, the Elohim is actually got interpreted to be... So, like, in ancient Sumeria, Elohim meant, like, the gods, like, many gods. Which the gods in ancient Sumeria, ancient Sumeria was proposed like what other people say now, what people thought were gods because they were bigger and they seemed to have special powers, but they were really just aliens that were just more advanced than us. And he even like, like, so like the gods knew that this flood was coming and they knew, you know, because they, you know, had the technology to be aware that this planet was going to come into the Earth's orbit at a certain time. So they knew, and they were going to leave the planet. But one god, his name was Inky, and he also has a book that I have called, that I have, that I never actually even read. But I ordered it, and then I forgot about it. And, it like, I just found it in my mom's garage, actually, before we moved up here. But anyway, so 
he has this book called the book of inky inky is one of the elohim supposedly that he's the one who basically saved humanity so like he felt bad because none of the other gods was gonna tell the humans like hey y'all finna get washed to smithereens and we just gonna leave so like he tells gilgamesh look this is what's going to happen he so he so inky is basically the equivalent to and this and this take like takes on a whole new meaning for adam eve and the serpent in the garden so like inky's name like means serpent or something like that so like inky is basically equivalent to the devil or the serpent in the bible who shares this knowledge that humans are not like this forbidden knowledge that humans are not supposed to have so like he tells gilgamesh like hey the gods know this and they're like leaving you guys in the dark so this is what's gonna happen you need to save your people and it's not just so like when no in noah's ark it's like he gets two of each animal and his family and then somehow repopulates the earth which is like pretty gross right so like in the epic of gilgamesh because like that just means like you're sleeping with your daughters or your brothers you know what i'm saying like yeah. the brothers and sisters are sleeping together or something basically every human is a product of incest so there was like so like in in the ancient Sumerian tales like that's not how it went down there's like 241 people or something that's saved which makes a whole lot more sense of how like the earth was repopulated after the great flood because there was more people that were saved but anyway so inky basically got turned into this so like that story got turned into the story of adam and eve where like you know they eat the forbidden the forbidden fruit which is actually just like of the forbidden knowledge that inky shared with gilgamesh and then there's also like in the earth chronicles like there's also this alternative versions of how humans were created which again is just like i mean it's just a theory but it's a theory that makes sense i guess like if there were ancient aliens there was an ancient scientist alien and he decided to come down here and just fuck with genetics so he decided to take different animals like like in in this book or whatever they proposed that's how like things like the sphinx and the metador and like other human slash animal creatures came into mythology mm -hmm. because like he proposes that there actually was an ancient alien that came down here and started fucking with the genetics and like how humans were created was you know he basically combined the alien dna with apes and like that's how they found that humans are a good creation or whatever but at first they had tried like all this other shit like mixing their dna with bulls which you know obviously created the metador and mixing their alien with whatever the fuck a sphinx, a sphinx is mixed with and other shit but anyway it's all like really cool it's, it's all i mean i guess it could all technically be science fiction but then it's like eh, like we you know we really don't eh, fucking like, know and it gets day. weirder and weirder because like you know according to this guy's that christ stitching all of humanity was created to be a slave race right so like the aliens come down here they're like okay like this earth has these precious materials gold and whatnot like we know that's factual like we know that's why africa's been raped time and time again because of its resources so anyway they've always been there all these beautiful things have been here on earth and the aliens wanted to wanted a way to get it without having to work for it so the scientist comes down here starts fucking with the dna makes the slave race which is humans 
And some of the gods start feeling sorry for the slave race. And that's where Inky comes in. And he's like, or that's where, you know, a lot of the other gods comes in that are in Greek mythology and Hindu mythology and stuff like that. So it's like Inky is one of them. And he's like, ah, I kind of like these humans and I kind of want them to have free will. So let me tell them about this stuff that's been going on. And that's, you know, why Christianity is a bad religion. <laughs> to sum it up that's why christianity is a slave religion and that's why because they twist everything that's supposed to be that was good in the past they then flipped it upside down and well, i mean people, there's and there was stuff that like in the bible where they were saying like you know that black people are supposed to be slaves so i mean yeah yeah as a but i mean if you combine like you know you combine all of that that interpretation with zechariah stitch's interpretation that you know, at one point, obviously, everybody was black because we was all in Africa. So, like, if humans, if, if the still... entire human race were created to be slaves, then okay, like, it makes sense why, but it, it just didn't work out that way. Like, mm-hmm. humans start, like, you know, I guess a little bit too much of the alien DNA got mixed with the AIDS DNA. And so, like, we actually have this thought process that's like, hmm, I want to be free from the very beginning. And, I mean, like, so... There's this constant, like, rebellion of slavery throughout human yeah. history. Because you can't, I don't, I don't, you can't tell me that just, like, slaves just built them fucking pyramids and all that. That shit yeah, is Yeah, I mean, like, and, like you can't, uncanny. I mean, it, I'm not saying, like, I'm not, I don't, I feel like the pyramids could have been built by humans. But they're, like, I, I mean. They were smart. Like, the people that was beating them, they weren't just, like, some fucking cavemen or cavewomen fucking out there just no, like they were they were like them things are, like you know i've never seen one in person but like you can look in pictures like them things are fucking built to last for fucking ever and they look perfect it's like didn't nobody dumb do that yeah but it's like there's stuff all over the world that's like who was this shit made for you know what i mean yeah like, like this was made for somebody who was this made for? like who the fuck made it and it could have just been some like crazy pharaoh or whatever but i mean like there's pyramid you know i mean and then there's the pyramids on mars that uh, like you know interestingly enough people have like some people have like, there's pyramids on rooms. mars yeah there's pyramids on mars so it's fucking creepy yeah <laughs> i didn't even know that like, i mean but there's I'm creeped like, out. i mean like but even scientists propose that like planets like mars and venus so like he was talking about that too he was like mars is too far away so it's like life can start on mars but like earth he calls it like the goldilocks complex so earth is just is the exact right distance the exact distance from the our you know our star the sun Mm -hmm. to be able to not only create life like have the elements to create life but sustain it long enough so that it adapts into something else so like basically what he was saying like what they found on mars is that like you know they think there was life there they think there was oceans there they think there was you know life there but the thing is because of the distance it is from the sun life wasn't able to sustain itself long enough to evolve itself past the basic you know like tri- like trilobites yeah you know what i'm saying and they were then they got to talk about trilobites like trilobites are those things on the ant man with the mouth mm-hmm. they call them water bears because they kind of i guess they kind of like bears with like a vacuum for a mouth <laughs> but like <laughs> they they're everywhere like they're literally everywhere on the earth they've been you know what i'm saying they found them on like shit from outer space like they're everywhere like everywhere and they you know 
I guess they can pretty much sustain like any type of conditions. They're like super adaptable. What? Next song, could you get Ant Man from Redbox? Yeah. They probably got Ant Man at the library. Ant Man's on Netflix. We can go get it from. I'm gonna go swimming. Okay, maybe we can go... Y'all need to go to sleep. Y'all need to go to sleep right now, or else you can't do anything. Auntie, could you come back there with me and I'm... We'll turn on the movie. Yeah, after we get done talking. Or are we done talking? I mean, I was getting interested in the conversation. <sighs> Being a parent is so much fun. Mommy, can you get us some of our vitamins? take one last break and then we're going to wrap up the episode okay you made it to the very end man you 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 did your thing man i appreciate you listening to this episode it meant a lot to me it meant it meant you know it always means a lot to me but um it means a little bit more than usual this time because you know it's pretty much you guys pretty much getting to see a side or hear a side of uh you know somebody that's very very special to me and uh this is one of the many reasons why you know she's um she's definitely not the uh the typical eye candy ig chick that just you know looks good and looks great and shit you know she actually has a you know a mind on her you know that she uses and uh yeah man uh, I just love the fact that you know I got somebody that I can learn from on a day to day basis you know and trust me with her I learned a whole lot learned a lot about things that I never even thought of but uh yeah man she's fucking dope and uh, you, you guys got to see why I'm like the fucking luckiest man on earth honestly <laughs> you know uh, yeah I don't know it just makes me happy just even talking about her and just how how brilliant she is and uh, I don't think she fully got a full grasp of how you know great she really is and going to be it but once she do she's fucking out of here and uh, yeah and then just on top of that she's just an amazing mother so I mean I don't know. My woman's a full package for me, at least. And, uh, but like I said, this episode meant the, a lot to me. So if you made it to the end of this episode, it means even more to me. And, uh, yeah, man. I appreciate y'all listening as always. And, uh, you know, live, learn, share, repeat. And, uh, y'all be safe, man.